Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. And I'm Old Man James. <laughs> you have no idea how appropriate that was. <laughs> well, I know my part of it. Did you just watch Old Man Logan or something? <laughs> no. I, I, I'll explain in a moment when we do our beers. Okay. Oh, awesome. Oh, no. Anyway, I said it because as you listen to this, dear listener, <laughs> I am 50 today. Woo! Snicker, snicker. <laughs> I try not to give out too much personal information because, you know, birth dates and stuff, but I don't have anything worth people stealing <laughs> my identity for anyway. <laughs> Who'd want to be you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I... I'll let Jody give his beer in a second. I'll just go and get mine so that way he can. No, 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 you want fuck it. Give yours. I want to see why it's in common. <laughs> I am drinking a seasonal beer from Southern Tier Brewing Company. It's a winter ale called Old Man Winter. <laughs> it's best because we didn't plan this. <laughs> I, I just I wanted something that was wintry but not Christmassy. So I grabbed it. It just was so perfect. I wasn't even thinking about it. That's awesome. <laughs> ah, yes. Now, as, as I've actually got a special beer picked out for that day, we're recording, of course, before. Yeah. Um, but I've got I've got a nice uh, Goose County, Goose Goose Island Bourbon County Stout. It's like a twelve or thirteen percent stout that a colleague okay. of mine gave me some like a year and a half ago. And I'm like, I, I should save this for a special occasion. And then time went away and time went away. I'm like, yeah, 50. I'm going to drink it on my 50. There you go. But today, as we record, I too am having a winter warmer. Uh, but it's already one I've mentioned in the podcast. Uh, I'm just drinking this year Samuel Smith's Winter Welcome Ale. It, it is also apropos for this episode because it's an English ale. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to, because I'm an old man, finally, just now, and, not the past yeah. 10 years. And it's winter. It's winter. <laughs> so I'm going to discuss the old man and scythe bar. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, the old man and, of course, scythes are used by the Grim Reaper, whose scythe's name is Jody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's a haunted pub. Ooh. Ooh haunted. Yes, the old man and scythe and Bolton. Greater Manchester area, Lincolnshire. Cool. And if you look it up, the old man inside, old has an E on the end. And uh-huh. the is spelled Y-E. It is not ye old man inside. It is the old man inside because typesetters back in the day did not have the thorn thunor symbol that they would use, which is the Y, the th sound. Yeah. So they'd use the Y. So when you see the old shop, it is not the old shoppy, it is the old shop. Okay. Yeah, things I've learned this past year. <laughs> Did not know that. Interesting. Yep, just learned it recently myself. Now, you can say ye when you're talking to somebody like, hey, ye, the old bastard, yeah. you know, but for for a shop or whatever, it's the, it's the, yeah. The, yeah. Sorry. Cool. <clears throat> I Did not I'm, know that. Now you do. This so, show is so informative. It is. It's one of so, so contextual. Ooh, context. Drink. 
Oh, I am. Oh, that's good. I do loves it. How is it? How's yours? So I've talked about mine. How's yours? Is it it's malty? good? Is it spicy? Is it no, not really spicy or spiced? I'm sorry, I should say spiced because winter warmers are spiced with cinnamon or cardamom or ginger or orange. And spicy yeah, to me is, uh, is heat. Yeah, no, it's um, I wouldn't say it's spiced. I mean, it doesn't really taste spiced to me. It's I don't see anything on the label to describe it. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be, you know, just a winter it's, well, ale. It's, it's, yeah, it's just a winter ale. Cool. Okay, anyway, should I start? Um, you, you should, yeah. Right, so, the excellent The Old Man Inside opened all the way back in 1251 on Churchgate in the center of town, which I mentioned was in Bolton, Greater Manchester area, Lancashire. You did. Yeah, so. It as, is. <laughs> and as as is usual the case of things that go back 800 years i'm just going to continue you smarmy bastard there's there's, uh, there's not much information on the exact date of when it was built but the town charter of 1251 mentions the pub by name so we know that it was at least there at that time okay it's definitely been rebuilt a few times over the ensuing years with the current frontage dating from sometime in the early 20th century but inside, there's a there features a date all the way back to 1636 because there's an actual date stone that says 1636. <laughs> Interesting. Ooh, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, James. Thanks for the dates. When you get something <laughs> cool, is a pub haunted? We'll get to that. Yay! But first, the boring stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it'll make the other stuff more worth it. That's true. It's like foreplay that guys don't really care about as long as there's sex afterwards. <laughs> Actually, I like foreplay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the sign, because all true good pubs should have a sign swinging outside yes. or up on the wall. Uh, the sign depicts a man holding the scythe, naturally. Uh-huh. But around the time of the Royal Charter of 1251, the old man inside passed from the fairs the Earl of Derby, the Ferris family, to the Pilkingtons through marriage. And the crest of the Pilkingtons is that of a man mowing with a scythe, which relates to a family legend concerning one of their ancestors who disguised themselves as a mower to avoid capture around the time of the Norman conquest. Mm. Fucking Normans. Yeah. I know when we did our intro episode, episode zero, you know, over three years ago, yeah. I mentioned uh, British History Podcast. And, yeah. And, and Jamie's finally getting really close to the Norman Conquest part. And <laughs> if... Damn. Uh, yeah. But if, if you heard why, like what was happening in England at the time with all the mm-hmm. stupidity of the monarchy and Earl, like all of it, you would be thinking to yourself, you assholes need to be conquered by the Normans. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Uh, anyway, I, I still say fucking Normans, but that's more from when they came over to the Irish shores from England is what yeah. really, but anyway. Well, and that, and they could have left their fucking wine in France. I almost spit my beer out. <laughs> <laughs> is that, that is the case, isn't it? They're the ones who made wine a thing. Yeah. Because he has meat and ale and beer for the British up to that point. The fucking Norman. 
fucking whiny, <laughs> whiny Normans. <laughs> hey, like speaking whiny of... Norman. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Hey, uh, hands. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of mead, it's a little off track, but uh, the the meadery Ravenwood meadery here in Huntsville is open. Um, their mead is for sale. Um, I haven't really been in since their opening weekend because it's been really busy. <laughs> oh, I bet it's it's uh, it's been going over pretty well. So uh, I stopped by there last weekend just to I was going to go in and they were limiting how many people they were letting in the door. Uh, but hopefully they're going to have that resolved. They were putting in a they had they had a little tasting area with like three or four seats and they last couple of days i think i think yesterday as of as of us recording this they had a finished bar oh nice is it all in bottles or do they do they do tasting from the bottles or do they have any on tap it's from the bottle anyway that's a little mm-hmm. sidetrack there so me that's okay it's mead there's always time to sidetrack for mead see now you have an excuse to come down here well good one i mean you're yeah. always there but now it's yeah. a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> What, I mean, what noise a good excuse when it was just me yeah that's a bad excuse <laughs> <laughs> or or a poor excuse <laughs> yeah that's 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 it it's a poor excuse yeah, yeah. <laughs> and listeners will notice i'm not disagreeing <laughs> i i would not if you turned it around either <laughs> i get you only come up, you don't come up here to visit me you come up to visit lots of people including family and i just happen to be here <laughs> yeah all right, I guess I'll go see that mother. <laughs> anyway, okay. So should I move on? Um, I, if you were done with that section, yes. Okay, so the Pokingtons, of course, had the crest of the man mowing with the scythe. Yeah, but they also fought for Richard the Third at the Battle of Bosworth on August twenty second, fourteen eighty five, and Leonard Pokington was executed for this in Leicestershire. The whole Pilkington family manor and estate were then passed to Henry VII, or I'm sorry, by Henry VII, to Lord uh, Thomas Lord Stanley, the newly created Earl of Derby after the earldom had been reintroduced. Hmm. Without getting into the whole Richard III, Henry VII, Battle of Bosworth, because too much for this episode. Yes. Look, go listen to the British History Podcast. I, well... And well, he's not there yet, but when he gets there, he's a few well, hundred years from there, but <laughs> yeah, start listening now and you'll yeah. get there eventually. Because <laughs> yeah, I don't see us doing an episode on that. <laughs> no, probably not. Anyway, back in 1651, the year I was born, <laughs> just seeing if you're going to say anything there. <laughs> in fact, specifically October the 15th, 1651 at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, as opposed to 3 p.m. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> my notes are (laughs) anyway the the earl of derby and knight of the garter a bloke called james stanley was executed right outside the pub for his part in the bolton massacre the massacre the massacre sometimes known as the storming of bolton on the 28th of may 1644 was a major event in the english civil war which lasted from 1642 to 1646, which pitted Charles I versus Sir Thomas Fairfax and Oliver Cromwell. They were royalists, meaning for the king and anti-parliamentarian. Their forces stormed, captured, and subsequently slaughtered 1,600 people. 
because Bolton was parliamentarian. Well, that wasn't nice. Well, I'd like to say, fuck Oliver Cromwell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would too, but still, 1,600 people, that's a lot, man. Back then, that's the fucking village, it sounds like. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, so those, that. <laughs> yeah I, I do too those supporters of charles the first uh, they all did atrocities on both sides yeah i was gonna say cromwell's people weren't any better but no no they were assholes to the irish too fuckers but speaking of charles first did you know yeah. an interesting thing about him <laughs> <laughs> i did and i know what you're gonna say but say it anyway because it always makes me laugh was that he was five foot six inches tall at the start of his reign but only four feet eight inches tall at the end of it because of Oliver Cromwell, <laughs> Lord Protector of England, Puritan. <laughs> uh, One of John Cleese's better performances. <laughs> God, I can't. I've listened to that so many times, and that's one that I have a hard time mimicking while it's playing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Monty Python, you brilliant bastards. Uh, and we should do an episode this coming year on, on them. Yeah. So, yeah. Did we ever finish Series 2? We finished it, and uh, the last episodes will be airing this month and next month. Okay. Because uh, they haven't aired yet, but we finished. And then this year will be the 50th anniversary, I think, of uh, the movie they did for Playboy and their German specials. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, now for something completely different, right? Yes. I Actually, I'm looking at my copy of the DVD. Cool. So we could do those. They, they won't yeah. be two. It won't be the usual four episode arc. It'll be one or two. But <laughs> yeah. So to continue with the old man in the side. Yeah. I, I mentioned the order of the garter, and you know, because we are all about the context. Woo! Context. Damn it. <laughs> Drink. The most noble order of the garter is an order of chivalry. <laughs> Sorry, we've. I had a beer with dinner, and now this is the second podcast, so I'm on beer three. <clears throat> is an order of chivalry yes. <laughs> founded by Edward III of England in 1348. It is the most senior order of knighthood in the British honors system, outranked in precedence only by the Victoria Cross and the George Cross, meaning cross is the shape, not that Victoria and George were upset. <laughs> they could have been. They're still probably mad. That's why they use pins, so they could jab you with it. (laughs) (laughs) But the appointments are at the sovereign's sole discretion and are usually in recognition of a national contribution for public service or for personal service to the sovereign, such as killing 1,600 people. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, uh, seven years after the events of that day, the parliamentarians who eventually won marched up to the pub, which was owned by Stanley's family, grabbed him, took him onto the street outside. There, he was beheaded for his crimes. And as a nice little touch, today, the pub still contains the very chair that the Earl of Derby was sitting on when he got collared. Some stories say this was the family's prayer room as he was praying up to the last moments of his life. I'd say poor guy, but, you know, when you're responsible for the death of 1,600 people, that's kind of on you (laughs) (laughs) what did i do to deserve this yeah purgatory is a thing and you have to make amends for all the people you're wrong you're going to be there a while dude (laughs) yep but anyway it's sad that james stanley still haunts the pub to this day
Ah! There we go. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Jerk. Delayed reaction. <laughs> Something with it this way comes. Eek. <laughs> anyway, uh, he still hunts the pub and he smashes bottles and causes all sorts of serious mischief down in the cellar. Well, I hope they were empty. Oh, yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's scary enough, but wasting the ale? Come on. Jerk, that's... I mean, the ale didn't have anything to do with you getting beheaded. I mean, seriously. No kidding. I mean, you already killed 1,600 people, and now you're wasting good beer, you fucker. Jeez, I'm liking this guy less and less. <laughs> I know, and what kind of dick name is Jane? Uh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> uh, moving on. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but it's haunted. And there actually has. This is cool. Uh, there have been a, a ton of, tu- uh, another spoonerism, not a spun of Tukey occurrences. Although, <laughs> <laughs> Pippin and Mary probably had something to do with it, too. <laughs> but a, a ton of spooky occurrences. And people have even managed to catch some weird shit on CCTV footage, like the security systems. Uh, ah. Noticeably, a hooded figure emerging from the darkness with some really odd flickering lights. And the footage, if it's real, is pretty shockingly, awesomely spooky. Huh. If, you, if you Google search, ghost caught on camera at the old man inside Bolton, Greater Manchester, keeping in mind that the is spelled Y-E, it, you'll find the video and and uh, you know of course it could be faked of course yeah but it's could also not be could not be and regardless whether it's fake or not it's pretty spooky and cool you should check that out yeah uh, so i've got some other other uh haunted things but before i get forget i do want to just want to mention that the pub itself also has a fake severed head and a signed photo from the who nice Rats, I was hoping you are going to go sweet. <laughs> no, that's too easy. <laughs> well, that's how I like it. <laughs> uh, but other events, a 19th century woman has a drink in the snug and is terrified to see her hands and other parts streaming with blood. <gasps> yeah. Woo-hoo. So she runs out of the pub to discover the blood is gone and there's not a scratch on her at all. Hmm. There's also a little girl named Jenny, a ghost girl, who pinches guests and pulls on skirts. Glasses break and furniture moves on a daily basis. Female staff won't enter the cellar anymore because they're touched by the spirit of a young boy. Also in the cellar, some have seen the ghost of a young woman who had hung herself there, which is reminiscent of the crossover episode we had with the Kind of Creepy podcast. Yeah. There's a, a ghost dog who licks the living manager's feet when he hangs them out to the side of the bed uh, and actually wakes up with wet feet and sometimes sees the dog sleeping peacefully at the foot of the bed. And no, he doesn't have a dog. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> There's also another web link that talked. Uh, and here it is. It's defunct. It's a now defunct web link for an article written by Jennifer Menard in 2006, where she says there are as many as 20 ghosts haunting the pub. You can find that information on websites about the old man inside where they say Jennifer Minard said that they're 20 ghosts hunting the pub. But if you go to that web link, it's not there anymore. So 
not sure where she got that number. I'm not saying she's wrong or lying or making up stuff. No right. idea. It's just sad that you can't go back to find the original web link to, to see where that came from. That's all. Yeah. Cause you know, there's at least what four, you got the main dude, James, you got the little Jenny who pinches and pulls, you got the young boy in the cellar, you got mm-hmm. the ghost dog. Uh, even if you want to go with the young woman who hung herself, that's five. So, you know, it, yeah. there's good handful. So anyway, ooh, spooky. <laughs> Wait, that, I, don't know if, I don't know if the microphone will pick this up. Eek! <laughs> <laughs> that's my almost empty bottle of old man winter. <laughs> <laughs> old man winter. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's the that's the haunted aspect of the haunted and spooky pub. <laughs> but I, but I've got more. All right, what do you got? What do you got? What do you got? And I got pub stuff. It's just pub neat stuff. Okay. Still as a snug. I love pubs with snugs. Those are the little areas where they're sort of away from everything else and. And sometimes they even have a door, so you're all in there by yourself or just tucked away in a corner. And it's like this nice little you, – you remember when you came to Morgantown, we went to yeah. the Irish place, and there's that sort of back area with the, like two or three cushioned benches where we would – because we could smoke at the time. We smoked our pipes and stuff. Yeah. A, a snug is even snuggier than that. And I thought that was nice because everybody sat at the bar and watched TV. We went back in the corner and smoked pipes and talked stupid nerd shit. <laughs> yeah. Kind of you know, almost like what we do here. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Only we're inside, so we don't smoke the pipe. (laughs) Right, right, yeah. Because we're in our homes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. sadly, yes. Uh, But yeah, um, yeah, still has a snug, has open mic nights, and has a small courtyard for smoking. Nice. Which, you know, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think pubs could have a smoking section, and I don't know. Uh, Let's not get into that. I mean, you can if you want, but I'll soapbox that I don't need to. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. I would like to say you should always be aware of information on the internet, which you think everybody should know, but everybody from all sides of the political spectrum don't. Yeah. Supposedly, it's so you'll find things where it's the oldest pub in Britain. Hmm. In fact, one of the one one of the things I found was it's it's Bolton's oldest pub, the fourth oldest in Britain, and fifth oldest in the world. But I found with a very, very easy search, way more pubs that are older than that in Britain. <laughs> I, so, yeah, I was going to say that sounds a little suspicious. I mean, Bolton, I couldn't find Bolton specifically, so that could be it, but it's not the fourth in Britain or the fifth in the world. Yeah. Not even remotely. It's old. It's fucking old. It's great. You don't, yeah. It's already a kick-ass haunted pub. You don't have to make up shit. I do want to mention that it had to have been beaten out by Sean's Barn, Ireland, which is from what I've read, the oldest pub in the world being established in 900 AD. I was, I was going to say, I was thinking the oldest one was in Ireland. Yep. Sean's I, I right. bar. Sean, why am I not surprised it's Sean's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if you do look up Sean's bar in Ireland, uh, just search it for yourselves. Sean is the Irish spelling of S-E-A-N. Yes. So. Uh, by the way, if you want to look up old man inside, it's still it's still going obviously because I mentioned the the pub night or the the open mic, uh, the Facebook page, um, so it's it's man inside, but search for it with man space 
in apostrophe side. Oh. You'll, you'll find it a bit easier that way. I had to search for it a bit. Okay. Uh, but I, I would like to mention some of their current camera ales on tap, at least as the time I made these notes about a month or two ago. Yeah. Camera, of course, being the campaign for real ale, where you have the nice cask ales that are served in the way they did historically. Yes. How about they have IPA by Green King at 3.6. Haven't had it, but I have had their Old Speckled Hen ESB. Okay. I've, yeah, I've had Old Speckled Hen. And they, they have a lot of Morehouse brews, which have a line of witches brews, uh, Blonde Witch, White Witch, Pindle Witches Brew, Black Cat, Ice Witch, Ruby Witch, etc. How do they spell witch? Like a witch, W-I-T-C-H. Okay. Because I've, I've seen like spelled with a Y. Oh, okay. No, no, the, different, different stuff. I, I just was wondering if it was one of those. God, nope, just the, just the I, the standard way that okay. you'd see. No, yeah, but they have a, a straw dog golden ale, which has a black shuck on the tap handle. It looks like a black shuck to me. I didn't see that that's what it actually is, but you know. And they have Skinner's Brewery, Betty Stogs, Brazen Cornish Bitter. Four <laughs> percent, never had it, but I definitely want it. And you should search the picture for. Betty Stogg's Brazen Cornish Bitter for the tap handle picture. Okay. They have Harveston's Bitter and Twisted Golden Ale at 3.8 in cask. Ooh, I like Harveston's. Love Har- I've had their actual Bitter and Twisted. I've had the 4.2% bottled version, and it's fucking delightful. I, I can only imagine what their 3.8 cask is. Oh, yeah. But speaking of tar beers, yes. We do like Harvestons, don't we? <laughs> uh, old engine oil. Old engine oil. Lesbian redheaded angels dancing on my tongue, having a pillow fight. <laughs> uh, and then they make the Oladu line, that, the, the thick stouts that we both had. Oh, yeah. Oh, and look here. Speaking of mead. <laughs> <laughs> they also have mead. See? 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 <laughs> Meads are great. I, I wasn't wrong <laughs> to talk about that. <laughs> How apropos and contextual. Oh, I, I just took my drink. So, right. And it wasn't even really a tangent. <laughs> which I guess means yeah. not a drink if it's not a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, but they, yeah, they have meads from the Lancashire Mead Company. Uh, that, that's it on my notes. Other than that, I, I, nobody can see this, but I've got two pictures. That I'll, I'll actually put on Instagram because we have an Instagram account now yes, when this do. comes out. Uh, just it's the outside that has the old man in the side, the, you know, the picture. And it actually talks about the guy being beheaded and has a name. And then I have a picture of the video the still shot with the ghostly figure. Eek. <laughs> every, every time you do that i remember, I remember the, the, the was it the saturday morning cartoon eek the cat oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that was his name eek <laughs> as opposed to courage the cowardly dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that was a great cartoon <laughs> that it was yeah yeah but that, that's what it has do you have anything to ask or add or mention or talk about um not that's relevant. Well, in that case, I'm James. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. I am preemptive James. <laughs> you're, you're old man Winter. That's what you are. <laughs> old man Seamus. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way. 
Thanks. Just, just in case I don't say it on the actual day, I'm saying it now. Yeah, that works. That works for me. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Ha <laughs> ha! Fooled ya! Just kidding! We have a little more! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Nobody expected this. <laughs> Not even the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We Spanish. We even fooled them. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. So today, today, tonight, really, as we record, is the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere. Yes, it is. It's Yule. (laughs) Y'all, you'll regret saying that. (laughs) Y'all. By by the way. I, I already do. Um, I, I was going to say, by the way, I, I mean, I, I, I understand. I live in the South, where where y'all is a common term, and 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 I've I've been I've been tortured by that monstrosity for forty some years. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Well, yeah, but Indiana. I was, really was going to say all. I hate y'all, but I don't I don't hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's just it. I, I, I mean, there were people we went to high school with who would use it. I, I use it. I didn't. On occasion. I, I mean, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Depends so on I, I've, I've mentioned uh, low, low mill. Yeah, yeah, that's that makes sense. I, I've mentioned low mill, the the arts community thing that we the yeah, first the Wick, Saturday the Raven, right? in December. Yeah, 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 and the, the which goes with the Ravenwood Meadery it's located at low mill but the uh the first weekend the first saturday in uh december they had their big christmas fair kind of thing and that's what they called it was yule you all yule y'all and it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway anyway by the way i think i stepped on it but i do appreciate your pun of i hate y'all but not you all <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just in case I walked over that, that was genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I figured I should probably clarify on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's good, that's good, that's good. So, solstice time. Uh, and uh-huh. I know in one of our Yule Crimbo episodes, I had mentioned possibly talking about me doing the saying the, the Swedish year walk. Yeah. And, and also the Seamus Lewid. Uh-huh. And I did both of those and something else today. Okay, cool. Is yeah, so so we're gonna tack this on to the end of uh, an episode. I don't know, one of the episodes coming up, you know, within a, a whatever, soon, soonish, within within two and a half weeks. <laughs> there you go. So uh, we 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 recorded the R saying uh, a few well almost a month ago, really, probably now. Uh the, the yeah. Swedish year walk, yeah. And and I, I was talking about trying to do it, but we, we had talked about uh, the, the, the hardships of being able to do it from midnight to whenever if you don't live right by woods because you don't want to trespass and get shot and, you know, as stuff. That's, yeah. <laughs> so I, I prefer not to get shot. <laughs> now, getting shots of liquor is cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's totally different. Yeah. But, but, not, but not getting shot. Right. So, so I thought about it for the, for the several, Dave's couple weeks, few weeks, whatever, whatever. You'll you'll see why I'm 
stumbling right now here, here in a second. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, what can, what can I do that's similar? And I thought, I got it. I got it. I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to do it during the day. Like I did last year, uh, yeah. where, where I try to hike as much as I can during the daylight hours, which is pretty small, like pretty much from eight o'clock in the morning till five in the evening where I live. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and then, then and that's getting kind of close, you know, sun up, sundown, close enough. Uh, and I thought, yeah. ooh, ooh, I'll go, I'll go walk. I'll do my usual hiking and beer day. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but I'm going to add in the Arsang uh, item thing of uh, fasting. <laughs> See, now you get why I wanted to do this earlier than later. <laughs> So, so before I continue, are, are you having a beer right now or, or anything? Uh, no, I, I am not. I am, I am having water at the okay. moment. I, 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 and I almost checked with you to see if I was going to need a beer, you know, for specifics, like, you know, certain kind of beer. But no. I didn't nah, ask, so. nah. <laughs> in, fact, in fact, when this episode's done, I'm going to be sucking down so much water so I'm not headachy tomorrow. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like you've already had enough beer for both of us. Well, you know, honestly, not much, but but here, so I am having a beer, but I'll get to that in a second. Uh, so I, I've not had any food or water since last night around ten o'clock. So so winter solstice where we're at is the twenty first, and and so as the twentieth, no food or water since I don't know water maybe around ten o'clock, eleven o'clock last night on the twentieth. No food since. Uh, I don't I don't know when I had a little snack like eight or nine maybe last night ish mm-hmm. uh, so I got up this morning uh, worked out just just a quick little workout so I so I'd lie I had a couple sips of water during my workout because you know fuck and then I think well I, th- I think water can be allowed on fasting days you know? it, it can but I've got my reasons for why I did not have much okay and and I'll get those in a second <clears throat> if I can speak <laughs> Um, so, well, so after that, that. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Uh, so, I, <laughs> so I worked out a uh, couple sips of water, not near as much as usual, took care of animals, got my shit together, went off. And, and the reason they you know, made a cup of coffee, not a cup, but like a mug, a coffee to take with me. So I did also have that this morning, uh, and throughout the day, just like a, a eh, about three, like normal cups amount of coffee throughout the day so you, you were doing a coffee pl- purge or coffee cleanse that's what it is coffee, coffee cleanse. yeah coffee cleanse but i did it through orally <laughs> <laughs> what isn't that how you do a juice cleanse or whatever I, I, fuck, do I don't know i don't do that shit <laughs> i don't either but i think it's i do a juice cleanse but i've heard of coffee enemas and i'm not down for that so yeah so so the reason i wanted to not even fasting have much water is because that would stimulate that's that's the enema part (laughs) (laughs) it it would simulate the walking of the arsang at midnight in the dark and and battling creatures and folklore things and and stuff as you see the images of the next year to come it you know I, i thought 
fuck, I've gone hiking before and I'm typically dehydrated because I always have to pee if I drink anything. It's at, you know, so I, I thought if I dehydrate myself, yeah, I'll have some pretty good images and I'll get to that soon. <laughs> uh, so uh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Well, it, it worked well by the end of the day. So yeah, uh, 10 miles, got 10 miles of hiking in, did 2.75 at one place and 4.25 at another. And then, then I was going to go get a beer, but I went to the place I was going to go to, which I went to. <laughs> Fuck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and must bunch have been a bunch of people just trying to have Christmas parties or something. Cause I was stuck in line at the hostess stand. And after five minutes, I'm like, fuck this. They, they yeah. wouldn't even let me in to go sit at the bar for one beer. So I said, fuck it. Went a few blocks down to an Irish pub sign said close until five. So we can re- redo our point of sale system. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Okay. Fuck you guys. So now I'll just go to my next hiking spot, drove up that way construction could not even get to that spot (laughs) oh damn so 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 from the midwest like middle the west side of indianapolis the mid part up to the Mm -hmm. mid part of the north fuck you i was going to do the intercardinal points to keep you safe in indiana but fuck you you can all fucking go to hell now (laughs) (laughs) So, so instead Went, went did another yeah, went did another three miles at uh, another spot uh, on on the northeasty side. So got ten miles in. Went to Scarlet Lane, the horror brewery that I talk about. Yeah, had two beers there. Nice. See, you were able to get in there. Uh, I was able. They they could guess. I was able to get in. Hung out, played a game with Rachel. Uh, got a nice beer from from Heather. Talked to Nick a bit. Is awesome. Cool. Yeah. Then went by the grocery store on the way home because I didn't want to get home much before sundown and, and picked up some things because my wife and I will have some time this weekend and I want to have food so we don't have to go anywhere. Good good point, yeah. And, and got home in time to put that up and then got ready for the Seamus Lewood. Which <laughs> <laughs> is my skeletal dragon mask. Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that in an episode. Don't know which one, but somewhere in there. And yes, you have. <laughs> and then I, I walked the two miles of my neighborhood, hoping because I posted on Facebook before I went out, and I've got some neighborhood friends, hoping that somebody would see it and and like battle battle me for musically battle me for beer. <laughs> but, but either they didn't see it or they're like, oh hell no, dude. <laughs> I, I hate to say it it's probably the second one <laughs> tomato tomato <laughs> yeah but i uh, by the by the end of that 12th mile 10 miles hiking and two miles in my neighborhood with a plastic mask over my face started started to hallucinate because all i've had today was a few cups of coffee a couple of sips of water and two beers <laughs> Oh, so I will say I did not see mythological creatures, although I'm fairly okay. certain a couple squirrels talked to me at the end of the tenth mile, <laughs> the hiking. <laughs> yeah. But in my neighborhood, by the end, I, I I wasn't hallucinating, but I was picturing next year, and I'm going to put out there that a good good few months at the beginning, maybe a iffy spot in the spring. Summer may be the worst spot. I, I foresee some darkness in the summertime. 
and then it'll get better okay. and the, the ending of next year will be okay good well, i'm okay i'm gonna hold you to this too well well good i hope you remember because i'm not sure i will <laughs> because because now as we're recording i got home oh shit after that 12th mile the two miles and you know shit i came home and it's the solstice which means i did my annual pushing the planet back towards the sun <laughs> uh, yeah and so i did that and i came in and i'm now drinking uh nearly done with a huge ass bomber bottle of uh <laughs> delirium noel <laughs> Uh, see, you know what I'm talking I, I know about. That one. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. That's good stuff. <laughs> it, it is. I've had it before, but I've, I've, and appropriate. <laughs> I actually had a barley wine picked out, and I'm like, "Fuck no, this is perfect." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Hugi Brewery from Belgium, and, and they do uh, what delirium trimmings and and a few, you know. Yeah. If if you see the elephants on bottles from a Belgium, that that's this company. Yeah. Yeah, this is. A, a, I was gonna say the, the the one you're having the the Noel, uh, doesn't it have like a Santa suit or something on, or at least the hat? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's the elephant on a sled with the Santa hat and a red and white scarf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hig Brewery since 1654, and I'm drinking one pint plus 9.4 fluid ounces. So I, I honestly, I'm assuming Belgium, a pint would be 20 ounces for them and not 16 like America, right? Uh, uh, sure. 10% Belgium, but it's, <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> but I do have one more thing, but that, that, those are my stories of the Seamus Lewis and the, the, um, so I didn't do the R saying I did, I did. I did what I called the Schulgerve, which is Irish for winter walk. <laughs> there you go. If somebody that speaks more fluent Irish can, of course, correct me. Please, please correct me. Keeping in mind that right True now well. I can't pronounce English, let alone Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to point that out. <laughs> Bastard. Ah. <laughs> So, um, but, but one quick thing uh, on my way around, uh, I, I was listening to some podcasts and everything. And uh, so you have read the, uh, I know we both, we both have read the Victorian, uh, the Valancourt. Okay. Have you done more than the first, first volume? No. Okay. Uh, um, I actually was going to try and do some of that this month and I've just, I, I've got something I've been working on, so it's. <laughs> Cool. I have I haven't had much time for reading that kind of stuff because I've been I've been working on this other. So I'm looking forward to that. Whatever it is, whether it's podcast or gaming or writing or whatever, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> it's, it's 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 gaming. That's that's what, if if you want a game in the early 2022, I need to read this stuff. <laughs> well, since I have rolled up my character and sent it to you, yes, I'm ready for that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, um, so, so, but speaking of the Valancourt book of Victorian Christmas ghost stories, uh, yeah. I, I was listening on the way home to a podcast called the weird Christmas podcast, which typically sounds interesting. 
It is. It's good. I, I don't listen to every episode yeah. because they don't all interest me, just like all of ours probably don't interest every one of our listeners. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah but but this one looked good because it's about weird poetry and ghost stories of Christmas and, and everything. And and the, the host, uh, Craig Kringle, haha. <laughs> Um, interviewed a christopher filippo who is the editor for valencourt book of (laughs) victorian christmas ghost stories volumes four and five it's easy for you to say valencourt book of victorian christmas ghost stories volumes four and five bastard (laughs) 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 shit Uh, um so uh, he noticed uh, Christopher noticed that uh, one, two, and three came out within three years, and then there was a gap year. So he contacted mm. Valencourt. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" And they're like, "Well, what do we know?" He's like, "I got an idea," and he did this idea, and I won't spoil the whole thing. But volume four is American centric. Oh, cool! Yeah, United States, more or less. I mean, it's you know, it talks about primarily being a Charles Dickens and British writers and stuff, but uh, in the New World has this too and there, there are stories about gold rush era san francisco old norlands uh the dakotas and iowa puerto rico commonwealth and they they have the, this one's a well i was going to say different because it has contributions by women but actually i know at least the first volume has a few female authors if not like well represented mm, cool uh, but but african-american authors and stuff and so it's yeah, th- this one looks really good. I'm gonna, I may read this one before I read volumes two and three. Honestly, maybe I'm gonna get them all. I'll see how I read them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say I've got the. I've, I think I've got all three of the first ones. I just haven't read them all. I, yeah, I thought you. I don't. I only have the first, and I've read it. I don't have the others yet, and I thought you had more than me. I yes, I do. <laughs> anyway, th- those are our additions to. The episode that will come out on the 24th of December, 2021, or January 7th, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see how soon Seamus Lewitt can get this edited, because one of those is only three days away. I, I just I just unboxed my uh, December Metalhead box shipment. Got a... I'm going to, I'm going to put a picture. I got, I, it was okay. So it was cool. I got a, I got an autographed picture from Gary Holt, uh, lead guitarist from Exodus. And uh, when Jeff Hainemann originally got sick, original lead guitarist from Slayer, Gary Holt stepped in to kind of learn for him. And then he stayed with him when, when uh, Jeff died, <laughs> got an action figure of out by a company called, reaction figures it's i don't know if he's is it supposed to be i guess it to be baphomet it's the character from venom black metal album uh yeah i'm assuming i mean it looks like baphomet and you sent the picture and to I, him, I i'm can't. gonna put those up yeah. on our on our facebook page so it doesn't really say on here it just says black metal <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah i'm gonna put that i'll put that up on the facebook page because that was fucking awesome to get that was not expecting that <laughs> <laughs> nobody expects that <laughs> uh other than that no i don't uh, i'm i'm uh i don't know what i'm gonna do tonight probably watch tv <laughs> cool we do that i am going almost on hour 24 of no food and a fair bit of 
caffeine and a lot of alcohol. <laughs> so, yep. So this shoe giver has been quite good to me, but I need to go have actual food. <laughs> yes, that, that would be uh, advisable, yeah. <laughs> All right, my good sir. Well, in that case, when we actually say goodbye this time, we mean it. Ha ha ha. <laughs> so, uh, I, I am I am Seamus Lewis. <laughs> I'm Jody. <laughs> and we'll talk to you all later. <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Are you back? Yes. Oh, listen to that. Ooh, can you hear that? Oh. I do. Gurgle, 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 gurgle. But not, but not, but not today. Okay. Holy crap! I know. However, I just started it. Almost came out like a Muppet song. But ah, but ah. Without getting into the whole Richard the Thirty Thirty Richard the Third Henry the Eighth shit. So, as Jody likes to put it, we should be devils of our word. And thus, we have not released our part of the crossover with a kind of creepy podcast where we discuss The Flask, which is a haunted pub in Highgate area of London. We're really close to the Highgate Cemetery, where we discuss the vampire sightings. However, for those of you who have not checked out a creepy, kind of creepy podcast, I thought since this is a special day for me, I would quickly give the notes I have at least, so you will at least know what the Flask Haunted Pub is. So here we go, the Flask, Highgate's Haunted Pub. Imagine you finally made that trip to the British Isles to check out all of its spooky sights. After a lovely afternoon of traipsing around Highgate Cemetery, as you walk back towards the hotel, you spot a gorgeous English pub called the Flask. Deciding that your walking has earned a pint or two, you sit down and order a Fuller's London Porter. As that beautiful pint is being poured at the bar, a slight breeze ruffles the napkin on the table and you feel a cold touch on the back of your neck. The feel of fingers running up your skin and into your hair. Turning around, you see a server at the next table, her long black hair covering her face from your side angle view. Was it her? Should you ask? Before you can decide, she turns to you, the hair streaming away from her face as if in a gale. Tears stream down her face. She opens her mouth in a silent scream and disappears before your eyes. Welcome to the Flask Highgate, located at 77 Highgate, West Hill, less than a half mile walk from the Highgate Cemetery. It is one of London's most haunted pubs. Uh, Highgate, of course, is a northern neighborhood of London, and being a pub in London means it's a tide house, more than likely, and this one is a Fuller's Tide House, indicating that Fuller's brews are the ones on tap, but I will say that I've had at least three of them, London Pride, ESB, and the London Porter that I mentioned in the little intro, and they're all really damn tasty. The building started as horse stables around 1663. Uh, that year is actually inscribed in one of the stones. The main body being built in the 1720s, and it was finished around 1800. Its name comes from the tradition of selling flasks of the local spring waters. It was frequented by Lord Byron, Percy Shelley, and John Keats, the second generation of romantic poets. They came in regularly, and they would visit Samuel Coleridge Taylor 
a poem of whose Jody read in our Poetry Corner episode. And I made a Scrooge McDuck comment. So you should go check that one out. Another regular was William Hogarth, a painter, pictorial satirist, etc. He drank here and sketched happenings at the pub, which included two customers as they fought, beating each other's brains out with tankards. His picture still hangs in the pub, but this particular drawing is nowhere to be found. Dick Turpin, highwayman, who Monty Python's Dennis Moore was supposedly based off of, would hide in the basement to escape authorities, although he was eventually caught elsewhere and hung on the gallows to death. He became a Robin Hood-like figure, and there were songs and TV series about him in the 1970s and 80s. Getting to the spookier bits, an actual factual spooky bit is the first autopsy was secretly performed in the committee room after two resurrection men brought in a fresh corpse from the cemetery. Resurrection men being grave diggers and body snatchers. No, resurrect. They're bringing bodies up from the grave. Pretty lucrative too at the time because this is where medical science started to really get into cutting open bodies to see what's up. And there are at least two ghosts to be seen here at the pub. The first is the ghost of a Spanish barmaid. She fell in love with a publican, a very respected position at the time and probably fairly well off even compared to other professions. But the publican of the flask was a married man and turned her down. When he came back to the pub the next day, he found she had hung herself in the cellar. That area is now an area where guests can sit. Many have seen her in the pub, walking or cleaning tables, only to suddenly vanish. On occasion, she has been seen hanging from the beams, but those aren't as typical. And, and I actually feel those are possibly made up stories because, oh, she hung herself. So, you know, her ghost should be hanging from a beam. And no, typically she's seen cleaning. Although you will sometimes uh, fill her presence with the drop in the temperature, moving objects, or a cold touching sensation on your skin. Now, there's also another story that connects her with the bullet hole in the wall, which makes absolutely no sense. The second ghost is the ghost of a cavalier, a royalist supporter of King Charles during the Restoration. You picture a musketeer, you know, from Three Musketeers. He can be seen as he stares out of the pub's windows as if looking for someone before turning and walking to the middle of the room, vanishing through a support cellar, <laughs> support cellar, support pillar. And as a fun thing to also tie in Monty Python, the most interesting thing about King Charles I is that he was five foot six inches tall at the start of his reign, but only four foot eight inches tall at the end of it because of Oliver Cromwell. Lord Protector of England, Puritan, born in 1599 and died 1658 September is how Oliver Cromwell's song by Monty Python starts. The illusion of King Charles being that much shorter at the end of his reign is because Oliver Cromwell had him beheaded. But that's it. In case you didn't get around to listening to this one, uh, you should because the actual crossover that a kind of creepy podcast put out actually has Jody and the lasses from a kind of creepy podcast. And it's that more usual thing where we banter. It's much more enjoyable. But, you know, want to make sure our fans also were able to find this if they cannot find theirs. <laughs>